welcome weary travelers you are just in time for another episode of the for crits and giggles podcast i'm kieran bennett your dungeon master for this tale and your brave heroes this evening are hannah calvert sir nick charles sir and sam clark hey you <laughs> and we are joined once again and for the last time i think probably by richard martin Thanks. It's been an honor with you guys. Richard, again, I have enjoyed your company. Um, I'm really sorry, everyone else, <laughs> for making you like suffer through having to play with Richard um, this whole time. Um, yeah. Just, yeah. yeah it's, it's, and I'm it's, sorry that I've sucked so much. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, we're, we're, so, we're such sticklers for the rules. Um, yeah. We're so mm. like, professional that having someone who doesn't know the intimate intimate ins and outs of Dungeons and Dragons is just really dragged yeah when I just throw out things like the moon being called Batman or the sun being a live action baby from the Teletubbies (laughs) or pocket sand pocket sand pocket sand honestly was the line for me that I was like (laughs) Spider-Man being canon (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I'd actually forgotten about that one (laughs) yeah that was something special um yeah, so we're for Crits and Giggles. We're a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons real play podcast. Uh, we play D&D, then we record it, and then you listen to it. And, you know, I hope that you enjoy it so sincerely. Um, Nick, my friend, what happened last week? I genuinely can't remember. Let me tell you. Seeking a missing Mordai at the request of Varana, a goddess, our heroes entered another dimension, the Endless Wilderness. There they met Mumford, a lion man. He promises to help our heroes save Mordai, but only if they help him find the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing. Our heroes head to Mumford's old monastery, met a spirit named Anthony, and killed Mumford's old friend slash rival Lord Tinian. Just before Mumford learned the secret of the ball bearing, he revealed that Mordai was on another fog strider entirely. And now for the next episode of... Uh, yeah, so just when we last left you guys uh, off, uh, Mumford had just placed the uh, amulet of the Sphinx ball bearing inside the uh, inside the, the Sphinx the amulet sort of statue hole. At, in, into the amulet hole, yes. Uh, and so you, you place USB it in there slot. and the... <laughs> you place it in there and the, the sphinx kind of it starts to to glow softly and the and the eyes light up and the sphinx says Mumford are you ready to hear the secret of the sphinx ball bearing we can't hear the say it's only him Mumford your your friends are your friends are standing awfully close uh, do they are they interested in hearing the story as well or no we we made a a rule we were gonna we were all gonna find out together because we're we're best friends so alrighty then so uh, here here it comes the story that everyone's been killing themselves over <laughs> uh, <laughs> post tips away do I have to take my my earphones out no you can, you can hear it if you want to. it's not a story that literally makes you kill yourself uh I gotta be honest here, Mumford. Uh, just before I launched into this, I feel like it'll have more uh, emotional impact uh, for you than uh, compared to your friends. Uh, so, you know, I feel like they're not really in a lot of danger here. Oh, okay. Oh, post this back in then. All right, so... <laughs> and he shakes it up. <laughs> here, we, here we go. 
long ago, shortly after this uh, this land was created, right? So you, you, your people, uh, they, you, the, the lion people, the beast people, you, you crawl out of the land itself. Uh, you, you, you're born. And, uh, and, and you're all kind of looking around, and you see that the gods abandoned you. And so you, you rise up in a, in a bit of a rebellion, uh, demanding uh, more from the gods. Uh, and the gods, you know, they're not so happy about this. Uh, so they send their armies, they send their servants here to, to basically, uh, you know, put, put you guys down. And it's this real brew haha you know what I mean and uh, and, and you guys you guys have the upper hand you're really winning here you're, you're doing well for yourselves so Solarion, he's the he's the god of the sun right he takes one of his kids one of his kids that he made uh, you know back in the day one of the, one of those real fucked up types and he and he shoves it he shoves it into your son, and that's why there's a baby face in the sun, right because you know there's actually there's something that used to be living in there but when he shoves it in right let, let me tell you it wasn't it wasn't great so like Thousands. No, no, no. Millions. Millions of you die. You you burn alive. He, he burns a lot of you alive. But Vichma, so she's like she's the goddess of death, you know. She she doesn't want to take she doesn't want to take your souls into the afterlife. She just leaves you here. And so all those souls, millions and millions of people burned alive, they settle on the land as fog. So every ball bearing is a story, but every ball bearing is also a life from thousands of years ago. And every time you tell a story and it turns into a ball bearing, a life, a soul, is extinguished forever with no hope of rebirth or afterlife. Also, and I hate to be the one to break it to you, but Littlefoot's mother dying in the land before time <laughs> is not as emotionally significant as you remember. <laughs> and that is the secret of the Sphinx ball bearing. All right. I, um, I turn around to the others. Anyway, so that's pretty interesting. Um, I don't really feel like... <laughs> killing myself uh i feel the ethics of our currency are, are muddied a little bit but um you yeah, know what not wrong. <laughs> i think i can take this information and um try and make a change for the better in our uh society but let's go get your friend eh? Yay! yes all right so as i mentioned previously we're on a fog strider at the moment, which is basically a giant deer uh, with big ass legs. And so we need to somehow make this fog strider. I, this is just my, my sort of thought. It sounds crazy, but just bear with me. We need to crash this one into that one over there. And I kind of point in the distance and you guys, you can see something just in the horizon. And you see a fog strider coming towards you. And I say, if we can hit that one hard enough, we might be able to dislodge where your friend is, where he's been captured, and maybe, just maybe, we'll be able to free him. And then I'm sure there'll be some shit about having to get like a portal. I don't know how you guys got here um, <laughs> or how you're going to get back, but well, let's cross that bridge when we come to it, eh? So we're basically going to create an earthquake for two towns? Essentially. I don't, I don't know this word earthquake, but... <laughs> um, Dear Quake. but i can tell from context what it means um so yeah that's what we're going to do but uh you might be asking how am i going to do this fortunately i'm the first person in what i can only presume is millennia to actually have a conversation with the spirit of the fog strider oh, so he's i haven't spoken to him in a while uh we can go chat to him and i can ask him to essentially ram his entire body into the 
other fog strata. I do have a backup plan if that doesn't work. Let's try that one. Um, surely he, he doesn't need to ram it. He could just get close enough that we could jump, right? Uh, if you want to risk it, I mean, I could ask. It's a, it's and like because of the curvature of the <laughs> of the back of the fog strata. No matter how close we get, you're probably going to fall off. Could we make them kiss? And we'll run over the faces. Yeah. Yeah, we could try that. <gasps> is, it a, is it like a... Oh, we'll get them to melt. Some deer. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> now, that would be an earthquake. For one of them. The other one, when you're on top, it's all good. <laughs> all right, so... Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's go, let's go this way. And I and I just point in. I point towards the head of the fog strider. Okay, so you guys, uh, you guys, you guys head off uh, towards the uh, towards the head of the fog strider. And so you guys are walking along, and there's like this this sort of static electric charge in the air. Uh, and then uh, Anya, you feel this like pressure mounting in your head uh like it's it's becoming uh, almost almost painful but it, it's more just incredibly uncomfortable uh and then uh suddenly everyone else you you also notice this as well as as well as anya uh sort of the the air around you turns this uh strange shimmering uh purple color uh and then suddenly you hear out loud so all of you hear this Anya looks up and goes, "I'm, I'm here. What, what do you want?" Anya, you need to return to the mortal realm now. I need you. We're kind of busy. Anya, you, Anya, your friend doesn't matter. What? Yes, he does. What's going on in our realm? That's so important. Anya, Anya, you are you're required to return. You, you're an important piece of the tapestry of time. Your friend, he, he doesn't fit. None of your friends figure in this. Um, I'm going to save my friend, thanks. Um, yeah, that's important to me. Uh, Anya, I don't have time for this. If you're not willing to come back now, I'm going to send someone to come and pick you up. How would I even get back? We don't have a way back. Uh, well... <laughs> I feel like I can sense you. I feel like I can sense where you are now. But I can't come there myself. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little busy, but... Anya... What's going on? What's so important? Anya, I can't see the future anymore. There's a certain point in time beyond which I can't see. Anya, I'm the goddess of time and the future. Do you know how concerning that is? I'd say more than a little. Yes, more than a little, Anya. But you, you are one of the few constants in the tapestry of time, and here you are, cavorting about in another dimension, searching for some half-breed that doesn't even matter. Okay, well, if you can't see the future, how do you know that this isn't important? Anya, you're a dwarf. I am a god. But you just said you don't know what the future is anymore. So if you can't tell me what the future is, then I am going to save Mordai and then deal with the is future. Is Anya just talking out loud like <laughs> we can't yes. hear Ikana? No, no, she's... no. You, you can hear both sides of this oh, conversation. Oh, okay. Weird. Right. Yeah, I did, I did say it was out loud before. You were probably saying No, I thought it was just Anya out loud. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you, you hear this kind of... Fine. I'm sending someone to come and pick you up. <laughs> I'm sending a car. 
There's an Uber on the toilet. It honks. There's an Uber on the toilet, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, then in the sky, there's uh, sort of this white tear goes sort of down towards the uh, the ground uh, and you see uh, these kind of long uh, scaly looking fingers with like half a dozen knuckles and oh it literally suddenly, picked me up uh, yeah start to kind of come through the sky and this uh, like this is massive of the sky thunder <laughs> <laughs> There's this massive crack of thunder, uh, and, and time seems to kind of uh, stand still. Uh, and you all kind of experience this, like, brief sort of pain in, in your temples. Uh, and then this uh, fat, purple, scaly creature uh, crawls its way out of the sky. It's, it's this huge, round stomach, uh, the, the front of which has these, like, three pairs of black eyes. And coming out the sides is uh, this pair of thin arms ending in these massively long fingers. Uh, and it it lands uh, a short kind of way away from you. It's it's probably like a good twelve or fourteen feet tall, uh, and then the top of it begins to spin around independently of the bottom, uh, and the two halves part, revealing uh, this massive blob in the middle of what looks like uh, rope or like cotton threads or something like that. And they're kind of writhing around, um, almost like they're blindly what kind the of searching fuck? for Is something. Able to picture this. At the moment, I've got a purple version of the original Xbox startup sequence, but that's about it. I'm kind of imagining something that's too weird for my tiny dwarf brain to handle. Yeah, no, it's like it it is. It is. It is not supposed to be easy for you to picture. It's. It's. You know. It's cool. So is this on the Fox Rider or on the Fox? No, it's on the Fox Rider with you now. And he says, hey, dude, um, look, I know your boss said you were, like, here to pick me up, but there's something really important i got to do first. So you want to come with, or you want to just wait here, or what? Uh, it turns towards you and starts uh, walking towards you, and the, like, the, the strings kind of coming up the middle of its body, they're kind of sweeping around the ground uh and you notice that it like it one of the one of the strands like comes in contact with a tree uh and then like it just automatically just kind of wraps around it crushes the tree and brings it into its body uh, okay let's go guys run bitch wants to fight now let's fuck him up and you hear Kanye, i am the goddess of time i don't care if you get brought back here dead or alive you will serve your purpose run how do you know our fight. purpose is to die uh, Okay, let's run. Uh, so we're gonna do we're gonna do like a little skill challenge uh, now. Um, I'm I'm sorry, Hannah. That you, you're gonna need a you need to practice your yay um, <laughs> to you know you gotta bring the energy, gotta bring yay! the energy back. There we go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so everyone, roll for initiative. Or just yeah, just roll, roll for initiative. We're not we're not fighting it. But this is just to kind three, of give us an order. Ten, eight, ooh, five. Still got three. Mm. So Anya, it, so Anya is three. Mumford is eight. 10 is 08 and Mithras is 10 and then Poe is uh, not much better than everyone else. All right. First up is Mithras. Uh, so you guys uh, start to uh, flee from this uh, this giant uh, monster that is attempting to uh, swallow you up and uh, so, you, so you guys you guys want to get to the head of the fog strider uh, and what I want to know is what are you going to do to either delay this monster or aid in your speedy uh 
journey to the head of the Volkstrad. So is that me first? Yes, you're at first. Okay, so I kind of call out to the, to the others, like, oh, you guys go ahead. I'll distract this thing. And mm-hmm. uh, my first natural instinct is, of course, to shoot them. Shoot, shoot the son bitch. Okay. What are you going to shoot it in? That's a really, really good question. Um, with your tail? What? Like Not with, in. Yeah, <laughs> like what part of its body will I yeah. penetrate? Oh, uh-huh. um, uh, the... the... The blobby bit. Well, t- to be honest, I don't. I'm not sure what it is. Just let, let's. You've never you've never seen this creature before in your life. I like to a- imagine that, like, as hard as as it is for us to conceive in our minds, like that's how it it looks. Like when you look mm. at it, it doesn't actually make sense to your brain. It defies description. Yeah. And comprehension. Uh, uh, yeah. Just- okay. So so you, so you want to you want to shoot this thing with your bow to like to distract it in in some way. Um, with the arrow, actually. Just snap a tree. What's it going to do uh, with an arrow? Uh, Don't know. Just all right. So just, just make a <laughs> throw your bow at it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just just make a straight up attack roll. Straight up attack roll. Oh, that's not a good sign then. Um, so that makes fifteen. That makes fifteen. Okay, that's fine. That's what that's that's what I'm that's roundabout what I'm looking for here. <clears throat> uh, so you fire off an arrow uh, towards uh, towards this uh, thing, and you, you manage to like hit it in what you think might be an eye. Maybe it's some kind of gland you don't know, uh, but you hit it, and it doesn't really like it, and uh, it starts to kind of thrash around with these uh, like impossibly stupid long fingers, trying to pluck it out of its face. Uh, and so it's sort of stumbling around for a little bit. And uh, Mumford, it is now your turn. Cool. So All I right. bought some time, right? You bought some. You bought some time. So yeah. I can communicate with the with the thing, the creature, the the creature that's chasing you. Yeah. Can uh, I? You could, could I? Could I turn could, around and speak to it? You could certainly try. All right. Well, I pull out my um my playing card set, <laughs> and I say, "Hey, you have to let Anya stay if I can beat you in a <laughs> <laughs> in a card game, but." If you win, you can take it. What? Do you accept these terms? Um, okay, Kieran, as the DM, does not accept those terms. <laughs> <laughs> We're going for something a little more, a little more immediate here, rather than a card game. Unfortunately, right. I like um, I like the idea that you tried and it just yeah. like kept yeah. Coming. Okay, uh, I'll. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, let, I'll let you make a, a performance check to kind of like distract it in some way. It doesn't even understand. But... Nine. In total. Uh, okay, so you you hold out the pack of cards, and and what do you what do you say to it? I say, how about how about a challenge? If I challenge you to a game of cards, if you win, you get to take Anya. But if we win, you have to. Let it let us go. Uh, it manages to to pluck the arrow out of its uh, body, and it looks at you with these eyes, glands. Who knows what they are? Uh, and you immediately realize this thing doesn't even know what a pack of cards is, let alone what a game is. Oh, good. So I have advantage. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, that is that is a failure. Uh, Damn it! So oh, it's going to be great. Uh, Poe, just to explain what I was going to do, just so it's not wasted. I was going to be like, <laughs> okay, the game is pick up 52, and then I was going to throw them at him and run away. 
<laughs> and Millie picks up all 52 with its tricks. That's the comedy you guys missed out on, so... I hope you're happy, Karen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my bad. <laughs> all right, so that's my turnover, isn't it? That is. It is, it is, now, po- it is, now, it is now Poe's turn. Good job. Um, so there's a, there's a, a monk skill called mm-hmm. Step of the Wind um, that, that allows me to... Um, uh, to disengage like to sort of like during during combat and that kind of stuff just kind of like slink away and and also i can jump like doubly far um mm-hmm. i wonder if i might exit the school of prometheus running away from things and um and poe's gonna attempt to sort of jump to the side um away from from where the the thing's running. Uh-huh. Oh, net twenty. Nice. Okay, yes. so what you uh, <clears throat> what you manage to do is you you you, you jump and uh, actually you know you know what I've done a lot of talking. Uh, you you rolled a natural twenty. You've managed to critically succeed on this. Uh, I want you to describe your critical success for uh, me. So Poe's running along with his friends and, um, you know, things are getting desperate. People are getting sweaty. Also, already the fatigue's coming in. Um, trees are starting to just get removed um, and it's, it's getting closer and closer. Um, and there's sort of like a flash in, uh, in Poe's eyes and, and he sees the desperation of the moment. Um, so he's, he's running along with his friends um, and then sort of he, he starts relaxing a little bit and then his arms just go behind him in like a really cool V. Um, so he's like <laughs> r- running with his uh, arms behind him. And, um, and here's a throwback to season one. The, the heat starts to rise from, from Poe's body. You get that oh, shimmer yeah. um, uh, around him and that sort of thing. And, and Poe like pulls away from the group. Um, and then he sort of like serpentines to the left and then runs across to the right. And then uh, the last thing you see is just he sort of dives with his uh, arms uh, behind him and disappears into the into the bush to the right. Okay, wow, well done, uh, Anya. Yeah. What, uh, what are what are what are you gonna do? This thing is is just rampaging behind you, um, just sucking up pieces of the land. I'm gonna use two sorcery points to cast magic missile as a bonus action. Uh, oh yeah, no, we, we no, we're, we're doing we're doing a skill challenge. You don't really have to worry about like a bonus action or anything. You oh, just, okay. But yeah, but then I can do it twice. What are, what are you what are you trying to do? Are you are you trying to are you trying to fight this creature? I'm trying to shoot it in the eyes with three magic missiles because there's three eyes or glands or whatever. Uh, roll an arcana check. Ooh, 19 plus switch ones that kind of uh oh, 21 hey it's 21. like the highest roll of ridden in like months <laughs> okay yeah so you uh so you fire your uh magic missiles at this uh at this creature um <clears throat> so you uh so you, so you fire off your magic missiles and they they hit squarely on this thing and it, it actually it seems to to stumble back uh, for uh, for a brief moment, uh, and then it kind of it kind of recovers its uh, footing, and uh, and it seems to kind of wave its uh, hands in the air in this kind of weird way. And you actually see the magic missiles uh, reform and come back out of its face, uh, almost like like time is re- rewinding just around this creature, and then it sucks the magic missiles into its own body. But you have managed to buy yourself a good amount of time. Uh, you're still Mithras, running, right? You are still running. Yes, okay, you're. you're you're almost at you're almost at the fog strider um 
So uh, I'm going to say you probably you, you need a few more successes to, to really kind of make it there. But uh, Mithras, this is now your turn. Okay. Um, is, is he still holding on to, to the tree? The branch thingy? The tree? Like he, you said he kind of... We smashed it. Wrapped around a tree and... Wrapped around, yeah, he wrapped around yeah. a tree, immediately crushed it and ate it. <laughs> the, tree is, the tree is gone. The tree dead. The tree dead. is history. You guys, you guys have been like running this whole time, and it is it is tearing up the land. Oh, oh! Does it have legs and feet? The poor deer. Uh, yeah, it's got it's got like little little feeties. I'm gonna shoot it at <laughs> the feet. Just trip, trip him up. It's immediately cuter. <laughs> uh, okay, what what are you what are you gonna shoot? Are you just gonna shoot with an arrow? I, I don't have much else to be honest. I mean, what's what's around? Shoot just, your tail so you go flinging towards it. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's probably uh, best to stay as far away from this thing as possible. Um, I'm still running, and let, let's do a running running shot. Do, do I have a like a, a rope or anything? Let me check. No. Does anyone have a rope? I've still got my chain. Someone's got chain. Yeah. Chain, ah, uh, that's a bit too heavy to shoot. I was thinking, like, tie a rope around a tree and then shoot this thing. Oh, I've got fishing tackle. Okay, let's use that. Are there trees around? Uh, yeah, yeah, there's yeah, there's a bunch of trees around. Can I? I mean, what do you what do you want to do? What do you what are you aiming for? I, I want to tie this tackle around the tree and then to the arrow, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. shoot it. So then, mm-hmm. the super strong tackle will like <laughs> hold him back. Hold, hold him back. I've also got a ball of wool. Because <laughs> I'm a giant cat. Because you're a cat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, make make, a, make an attack roll. Oh god, I have a bad feeling about this one. Okay, it's it's got a zero on there. So is that a zero or a ten? Uh, it'll, it'll be a ten. There's 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 no side zero on a on a d twenty. <laughs> no, I, this is an attack roll, so it's a d ten. Oh, that would be a damage roll. Hey, yoza. Okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> Dexterity, so seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. Somehow, against all the odds, uh, <laughs> this incredibly stupid plan actually manages to work. Yes. Uh, and this this super strong tackle just <laughs> uh, fires into the, the this thing's feet, and it's like makes some kind of like weird noise, and the 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 sort of the you found the, my the, weakness. The, the tentacles in the middle of its body start like blindly uh, searching around, and the fingers are like roaming around as well but like obviously it's it's around its feet so it doesn't really think to look there uh and uh mumford uh how do you how do you kind of get the party that last little bit of distance to the fog strider head um uh start start hmm. singing yeah i just i (laughs) yodel um i I look. I reach into my jean pocket and I pull out my my feed per day, and I um, I distribute it amongst us to give us a little bit of extra energy. At full sprint, it's some scroggin. Yeah, I, I hand over my scroggin. Um, okay, just to give uh, what, us a little what, what, bit of extra energy. What kind of check are you gonna make to accomplish this uh, task? Um, feed medicine. Yeah, yeah. That's like medicine. a yeah. Make it make a medicine check. <laughs> Seems more like an athletics check if we're at full sprint. Twenty. Yeah. Oh, what a natural twenty. Uh, no, eighteen plus two. 
Could you could have lied? I wouldn't have minded. Um, <laughs> uh, kidding! I would have minded. You would have been off the podcast forever. Oh, really? So you, so you're, so you're you're running along, and um, you know, Poe's po kind of uh, he's a little bit ahead of you, uh, but but everyone starts. You can't see everyone starts. I'm in the bush. <laughs> why? Okay, Poe. Po, po, yeah. Okay. Why? But anyway. Uh, so so Poe's in the bush for some reason, uh, but you you know he's there, so like it's not like he's hidden. Um, and you guys are running along, and everyone starts kind of flagging a little bit, and this 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 creature is still kind of trying to make its way, but it's now dragging a tree behind it, um, <laughs> which it still has not managed to get off. Uh, and then uh, and then Mumford's like, guys, I got this. Reaches into his jean pockets, and just in one flick of his arm just uh the most delicious scrogging you've ever had in your life lands perfectly <laughs> it's not saying uh, much in in your mouth okay the most delicious trail mix i don't know is are there many marshmallows i always thought trail mix is pretty so good so he feeds us at full sprint and it lands in our mouths while we're running <laughs> yeah i like yes. the idea that he just pulled it out threw it in front of us <laughs> yeah. and it just kind of like shotgun back into our faces <laughs> as we were running and just you got a you got a mouthful I mean, th- yeah. Th- thank, thank you, thank you, Sam, for finishing the description that I was going to give. I mean, that's that's. I, I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. And so you guys, with that last burst of energy, managed to 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 pull away uh, from this uh, from this horrible uh, creature, uh, and you make it to the uh, to the head of the fog strider, and uh, and you come out. Uh, you you sort of run up what you what you can tell is is like a, a neck on a deer uh, and you make it to the to the top to the to the top of the head uh, upon which is uh you know enormous antlers like just enormous enormous antlers uh and uh this sort of clearing area where there's like a stone circle kind of thing uh and uh and and mumford you uh you you know what to do from from here all right i um i call out and um I request the president of this fog strider to appear before me. Uh, so there's like a there's like a brief semi awkward moment where it's like, oh, uh, it's actually not going to work. And then just as you're about to resign yourself to you know death, uh, just this uh, sort of blue kind of spirit floats out from the middle of the stone circle, and uh, and there's the spirit of the fog strider, uh, and uh, and it, and it says. Oh, hey, Mumford. Um, is it like a person or is it like also a fog strider? Um, you tell me. It's like one of those dick dicks. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a dick pick. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a dick dick. And your reaction to that is, oh. oh. <laughs> you well, know, a cute. tiny deer, a dick dick. A what dick are you pick? talking about? Is that real? No, you definitely yes. see a dick pick in the beginning. <laughs> no, I said dick dick. Hannah, this is a, this is a clean podcast. I, I, I don't. I appreciate that kind of language. I talk to the dick pic, and <laughs> I say, I have a proposition. These these friends of mine need to find their other friend. Now, as you can see, he's on a different fog strider, and I think oh, yeah, that, I see that my theory is that if I can somehow, if we somehow manage to dislodge, dislodge where it has been he's being held it might just be enough oh yeah I, I can i can see him there yeah yeah to break the spell and send him back oh and just by the way that thing behind us yeah it's trying to kill us and you oh wow that's does it wow, not so hurt? That's, that's would insane. you would you wow, be happy you gotta... to ram your entire body into that other body 
if if you say no, it's all good. I've got a backup plan. So no pressure. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, all right. L- listen, listen, guys. Um, uh, Mumford, obviously, great to see you and everything. Um, but guys, listen. Um, listen, guys. Here in the endless wilderness, we're all about we're all about the stories. We're all about the personal growth here. And look, I know there's a giant monster. Uh, coming up behind you but i've, I've just got to ask um if i'm gonna risk my entire body uh you know what is what is, what does this mordai guy even mean to you you've come a long way but i mean you know do you really want him back that badly i could just give you a pair of jeans and you could be on your way um Anya steps forward and says mordai is one of the sweetest tieflings i've ever met and you know it's saying a lot because i've met a lot of tieflings but he's also like a really good guy and he's our friend and he makes a really good cuddle buddy when he's like a fluffy dog and I miss him. Poe steps forward and says, um, Mordai has shown me time and time again that anyone can overcome their nature. Um, It doesn't matter what they look like or where they've come from. They can be better than... uh, then other people see them. Mithras steps forward as well and says, he also turns into a bear, and that's... (laughs) (laughs) Which is really cool. (laughs) And that's really helpful in a sticky situation. In fact, we could really use it right now. Well, shit, guys, that was... That was so beautiful. I mean, (laughs) fuck, like, let's get our smash on, yeah? And uh, the fog strider, you feel it kind of lurch... Uh, and uh, it, it begins to move forward at a at a significantly more rapid pace uh, than it uh, than it did before, and uh, and it, it's kind of moving forward. And uh, just as it begins to uh, to approach the uh, as, as it begins to approach the other frog strider, and you can kind of feel uh, the the head actually kind of rearing back. You actually Gross. hear. By the way, guys, um, I'm actually probably going to use my head to really accomplish this task here so um did, did you arrange for someone to come and pick you up or anything <laughs> yeah we got our ride chasing us right now <laughs> <laughs> all right then well i'm i'm just gonna carry on then and uh, and and as it kind of uh, rears its uh rears its head back time freezes and the creature stops behind you the fog strider stops the the one that you're on stops the opposite one stops and you can actually see on the head of the fog strider the other fog strider in front of you you can see this shimmering purple globe and inside this long-haired horned figure uh, is is trapped inside uh but all of that is frozen uh and you hear again out loud all of you can hear this anya anya i finally found you what are you doing all the way out here Wait, what? Anya! Anya, what do you do all the way out here? And, listen, it's time It's time for you to come home, and this is going to be a little inaccurate, but I'm probably going to have to bring your friends with you as well. Uh, and there is uh, suddenly this kind of tearing in the air in front of you, and this uh, long-fingered purple hand starts reaching uh, towards you. Oh, and not then this you, again. And, uh, and then you hear this uh, this yell. Uh, directed towards you, Mumford, as time begins to uh, unfreeze. And you hear, Mumford, 
Mumford, what are you doing? I was just, I was helping my friends. Mumford, have you been doing secret work for one of my heads again? We've talked about this. No. Mumford, why are you even bothering to lie? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then uh, at that moment, uh, you then uh, you kind of feel like the focus shifts away from you, uh, and you hear, "What on earth are you doing here? Should you be back in the other corner of the universe?" And you kind of feel like this as time then begins to uh, progress at a at a regular pace, and with an almighty crash, the head that you are currently standing on smashes into the other fog strider uh, and you see the uh, purple ball that uh, Mordai is trapped in become dislodged from the other fog strider uh, and begin to topple into the fog below uh, and you guys kind of start uh, falling uh, off the head of this uh, fog strider and I'm going to need to know what you guys do well options are pretty severely limited while you're falling the, the, the head that you were standing on like you're, you're not actually like just falling free fall because oh. you know, yeah, there's not much you can really do to come back from that uh, but so the, kind of the like head hang, that, like hanging on kind of thing yeah yeah like the, the head that you're on has has made contact but it's now it's kind of it's kind of tilted and you guys are like oh, like about to kind of like fall off basically into the abyss uh, and just you know what are you going to do to save yourself is the, is the tear in space and time to get them home still open yes and, the, and like this this giant hand is kind of uh searching around there all right i know what i have to do it's time for plan b okay i'm 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 really curious bust it out (laughs) all right does anybody have a way to make fire on them prestidigitation (laughs) what prestidigitation (laughs) all right can you create some fire for me sure i pull out my, my, my playing card set can you just light this on fire for me sure that's small enough I light it on fire. All right. <laughs> so excited. Well done. You light it on fire. So as we established right from the start, the fog that covers this entire area down below <gasps> is flammable. Incredibly flammable. You guys have helped me to find myself and we've found your friend. And it's time for you guys to go home. And it's time for me to find my purpose. And now that I know the secret of the ball bearings, there's no point. And the fog is the source of killing all of my ancestors. So with no more fog, there's going to be no more of that murder. So I take the lit playing cards. Holy shit. And I put them in my jean pocket. Igniting my jeans on fire and my and slowly it starts to self-emoliating? Yep. Slowly it starts to light my fur on fire. <laughs> oh my god. Holy oh, fuck. I look to each of you. The cards. And I say thank you. And I let go and shut my eyes and fall back into the fog. You could have asked me to shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> This is great act of self-sacrifice. It's like, hey, I wanted to kill that guy. <laughs> um, okay, so 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 Mumford uh, falls uh, gloriously 
uh, backwards, uh, you know, feet, feet together, feet together, arms out, you know, full Jesus pose, uh, back into into the fog. Thank you. That's exactly what I was picturing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, it's, it's slow motion. The music is is swelling. Uh, Uh, and he he makes contact with the fog, and just everything catches fire, and just this wave of heat and flame begins to just spread across the land, and this just animal, bestial roar echoes throughout the land, and uh, suddenly leaping off the fog strider in front of you is this... 60, 70 foot tall, three-headed lion woman. And she begins to start trying to like bat out the flames as she's she's screaming, <laughs> trying to like put put this fire out and save her land. Uh, and and this is this is enough uh, for her concentration to lapse and that tear in reality t- you know pops open more and also sorry. Um, sorry to interrupt. As I fell. Um, just I forgot to mention this as I was falling um, I said fuck you Varana I invented canning (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and and yeah so this so this arm manages to push further through into this into this dimension and it scoops the four of you up and pulls you three out of the oh sorry the (laughs) no 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 and and me and me (laughs) Off to our next adventure, Just gang. Grab the burning <laughs> Sorry, man. Lion. Your dead Sorry, crispy I, body. Yeah, you, yeah, you set yourself on fire and threw yourself off the head. I do apologize. <laughs> How's that for closure, right? And uh, and it scoops the three of you up and yanks you out of this dimension. Did he yank Mordai? Uh, no, no. The ball that Mordai was in as you're being pulled back through the tear in reality is Fell into falling. the fire. Felling, fell into the fire, so into the forest off below. the podcast. And so you feel yourself hurtling through uh, through space. Uh, your your body's being pulled apart and reassembled a thousand times. And suddenly you uh, find yourself with a with a start back in the room that you started in in Fernshire, looking much the same as you did before. Oh, I miss my sloth arms. That's the first thing that Poe says when you get back. <laughs> Aww, my arms. And is sort of like shaking at her long arms and goes, these feel so weird. <laughs> but she's also looking for Mordai. Yeah. So Mordai is not with us. He is not. Anna calls out to Akana. Akana! There is no response. Poe uh, w- walks over to um, like a, a, a low sort of table. And and uh, where he's kind of kept his his incense and that sort of thing, um, and he, he lights uh, each of them, uh, and then and then from his pocket he pulls um, he pulls a, a little ball bearing that uh, Mumford gave him when they had that little heart to heart after. Or Ma- just I think it was mouth did, to mouth actually. Sorry, <laughs> heart to heart, mouth to mouth, and um, and he just places the the ball bearing just inside the the circle of, of incense as you do that uh you uh feel uh, this sort of tingling in the air and uh and there's this uh, a line appears in the air and uh and it begins to open as a, another tear in reality develops and a figure walks through 
a red-skinned, black-haired, horned figure oh, the walks the sexiest through. motherfucker to ever wear leather pants. What up? <laughs> hey, guys, it's me, Mumford. Boy, <laughs> 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 you did not. <laughs> this is what I look like here. And he runs up and hugs Mordai. Uh, yeah, Mordai uh, returns your hug, and, uh, and, uh, and, and he says, I just had... The craziest dream. Pretty sure that's not what he sounds like. Yeah, no. I'll get a Gillen to dub that line over later. <laughs> uh, and that is where we are going to call it uh, for this week. Cool. That was, that cool. was fun. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> yeah, that was that was that was good. Thank you, Richard. R.I.P. Mumford. Yeah. R.I.P. Mumford. Uh, that, <laughs> guys, that's our first character death on the on the show. Yeah. Well, is yeah. it a death though? Yeah. No? Could come yeah. back. Uh, yeah. No, no, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not yeah, pretty yeah, sure he's, he's dead. That's, he's, he's well dead. Yeah, he's, he's gone. Pretty sure well dead. he's dead. Richard's yeah. never coming back. Well, we'll see. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry, guys. I, when I when I go to work tomorrow, I I'll just kill Richard when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I hope you uh, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. I hope you have enjoyed uh, the last few episodes uh, chronicling the the search for uh, the search for Mordai the the freeing of Mordai. Uh, obviously, he left you with a bit of a question. How did Mordai even get back? Huh. That's <gasps> weird. Well, maybe you should uh, maybe you should subscribe to the feed and uh, and keep listening to the podcast and you'll find out the answer to that question and more. It was Mumford. If it was Mumford, yeah. Uh, if you have <laughs> any more questions about the show, you can find us on Twitter. We are at for CNG Podcast. I am at Mr. K underscore Bennett. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook. We are under for Crits and Giggles. And of course, you can find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play and all those kinds of uh, great podcast places where you can leave us a five star rating and review to tell us how much you love the show. Uh, people like to joke about podcast reviews on iTunes. They really are the best way to help out the show because. They just boost us up in those rankings, you know, and get more people to listen, which is what we want, oddly enough. We're also running a Q&A at the end of this season, so you can send any questions you might have about this season or the previous season or just the show in general or just whatever questions you might have. Um, you know, accounting problems. Send them to Nick. Um, <laughs> you can, Not dice uh, problems. Just not dice problems uh, or really questions about D&D. Actually, just don't send questions about D&D because we probably won't know the answer. <laughs> Um, you can send those to info at forcritsandgiggles.com. Um, oh, that's right. You can also visit our website, forcritsandgiggles.com, if if you want to. Um, it's really cool. You it's, yeah, it's actually really cool. You, you should go there. Uh, also, keep an eye out on our Twitter feed and also on the podcast feed to find out what kind of cool prizes that you can win for sending in questions. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Is that what we really do at the uh, end? Just lastly, thank you very, very much for, uh, to the oh my God, of course. excellent uh, international pop sensation, Ricky Martin, for joining <laughs> us. I know yes. we had heaps of fun playing with him, and yeah. hopefully we may see a reappearance. Um, a reincarnation, maybe. Yeah, um, thank you very much. I hope so, too. Thank thank you so much, Richard, for coming on. Yeah. Uh, it did take a, a little while to get through, the, uh, to get through your story. Uh, through no fault of anyone's, I'm sure. But uh, thank you so, so much for, for coming on and, uh, and playing a bit of D&D with us. Oh, thank you very much, guys. It was my first experience playing D&D, as you might be able to tell. Um, uh, not no, really, no. It was, <laughs> it was a good one. Um, thanks for having me. And if uh, you're listening and you you like you know me, uh, check out my podcast as well, Cult Pop Share on iTunes and Stitcher and anywhere good podcasts are found. Um 
And uh, yeah, we talk about movies and uh, pop culture and stuff. And find us on Twitter at Culpopture. It's a good podcast. Thanks for listening, guys. And just to play us out, uh, Richard's kindly um, offered to to give us a rendition of his hit single, Livin' La Vida Loca. Ricky. She's into superstitions, black cats and voodoo dolls. I feel a premonition. That girl's gonna make me fall. Everybody. She'll make you take your clothes off and go dancing in the rain. She'll make you live the crazy life. But you take away your brain, your brain. Like a bullet to your brain. Upside, inside, Okay, I like that. Well done. All right. Until next time, stay safe and may all your hits. Secrets. He's just building suspense. This is really really wow. 101, Hannah. (laughs) (laughs) Draw the audience in. Pause for effect. Pause for effect. (laughs) Die for effect. (laughs) It's back. Drop out for effect. Yep. Where, where did you get up to? So, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, Oh, really? <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, so it's literally like, so uh, And we were like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> so you did not hear any of it. Okay, no. sweet. Cool. Because I only got like halfway through. Oh, that's funny. Leave that in. Okay. Though. It was good. <laughs> yeah, leave, yeah, leave that in. And I say that probably didn't mean a lot to you guys. Um... But, and then I kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> you just leave the chair. All right. <laughs> I really? <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, just turn- let's do this. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, like, well, I suppose like the, the currency, the everything, everything they create is like killing people. Every time they tell a story, they, like, murder a soul forever. Like, their ancestors and stuff. So, they've been trading them, they've been collecting them, they've been doing all of this stuff with them. And, actually, it's been extinguishing all of their ancestors and all of the souls. Oh, dear. Hmm. So, where did he say that, um, what I was? <laughs> no, I didn't kill myself, you guys. <laughs> hey. Hey. Ah, tricked us. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. Uh, classic gag, though. Um, we, classic we, suicide gag. We pretend huh. to kill ourselves in this realm all the time. It's a, it's a um, classic gag. Um, this again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Paul po- 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 uh kiss again. No, um, you don't. <laughs> it's not canon. Stop it, you shippers. <laughs> too late. It's too late. Commission we smart work. Fan art. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm, 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 I'm getting commission some art. Be like, can I get Poe and Mumford kissing? Oh, Christ. <laughs> and then I'm not going to put it on the website. It's just for me. <laughs> oh, you should see the, the uppy downy thing in my audacity. It's <laughs> 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 exactly what I would call it as well. <laughs> An uppy down. Oh, what I'm picturing now is that li- that li- 
librarian slug thing from Monsters Inc. That, <laughs> that, that yellow lady at the end of the movie. Was that screwing trees. Yeah, okay. I, um, I can't do her voice either now. Let's just Always go. Always watching. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. I that was. Who knew international right, well, pop star Ricky Martin was also in <laughs> the voice of Rosa? Uh, is it a Disney movie? Was it Rosa? Quick time movie. Yeah. Ros. 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 When you when you roll a six or a nine, the little thingy underneath is it underneath or on top? The, li- the, yeah. the line. The line. The it's like it's sitting on a line at the bottom. Okay, and then I add my. What now again? You're an accountant, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to add. Do I add anything? Oh my have you been just rolling nines this whole time? To, you should be I have to add senses. something. You you add you add your base attack bonus and your dexterity modifier. Base attack bonus. Yeah, what's a base attack, bo- attack bonus? Yeah, I thought we just added yeah. dex. Oh, sorry. You... This is four uh, so I rolled a nine. So you sh- you should have a box. You should have a box on your character sheet that says ranged. That says ranged attack bonus. No. Huh. Anyway, I rolled a nine and my dex is six. That thing. Wow. Joshua and and David, if that makes it into the final cut, you're both fired. I'll just become like a. Like one of those <laughs> just shoot yourself <laughs> yeah. wow it's like the end of the Incredibles <laughs> yeah yeah throw me throw me throw me where's my super suit throw <laughs> me some of the background music and ambience used in this episode was from Sirenscape enhance your gaming table at sirenscape.com the songs Moreland, Hit the Streets, Dewdrop Fantasy, The Escalation, Rite of Passage, The Complex, and Fluidscape are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0, creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 3.0.